Hey Bestie, today I'm chatting with confidence coach Chloe Agnes, who is obsessed with supporting and challenging women to connect to their true selves and understand how incredibly capable they are. Chloe took herself from burnt out working the nine to five to deep diving into herself and taking the leap to follow her true passions. Grab some snacks and come listen as we discuss how to navigate outer validation, how to stay in your own lane towards your goals, and how to trust that inner voice telling you that you are meant for more. Hey, Chloe, I'm so excited to have you here, and I'm super pumped to have this conversation today. So welcome. Oh, thank you, and I'm so excited to speak to you too. Definitely feeling out. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so I'm just going to dive right in. How did you first become interested in becoming a confidence coach? What inspired you to pursue your current career path? Well, I guess it was a few different phases. So it had been working for the same employer in engineering, which is completely different (laughs) for a really long time. So for 15 years, I was working in this company and I'd realized I wasn't totally happy. I actually had quite a few mental health challenges. So I had low mood and anxiety. So I'd started going through the process of trying to understand myself a little bit more, take a bit of a proactive approach to making sure that actually I was doing what I wanted to do. And all of that made me realize that I was absolutely miserable in my job. So I'd always known that people were my driver 100%. Everything I did was for people. I didn't really care about kind of money or status or anything like that. It was all about people. And when I looked into where did I find myself the happiest and what was most important to me, and it was always the moments when I'd supported people as a manager and when I'd mentored them to get into different positions and when I'd helped them to explore what was important to them. And the confidence bit came when I realized that my confidence was really rock bottom. I'd been such a people pleaser for a long time. And as I started to kind of learn more about myself, that's where my confidence grew. I knew I didn't want to go back to having low confidence and I wanted people themselves to actually feel that confidence too. So that confidence in themselves. So yeah, I took the plunge, (laughs) took the leap and decided to just go for it. I spoke to a few people who were coaches, so I understand a little bit more about it. And then, yeah, I'd quit my job. Didn't have another job to go to. Pandemic times, not the most sensible. Um, and then to have a little scary, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely a little scary. <laughs> but what I realized as well is that everyone said, oh, this is a big risk. But the risk for me of staying in a position where I was actually unhappier. So I realized every day I was unhappy and I'd go home and I'd take that unhappiness home with me. So that actually the risk of staying far outweighed any risk of kind of jumping, even though it was still scary. I'm not going to lie. So yeah, I took my coaching qualification and just naturally went into the confidence section because that I think leads to so much. So yeah, that's how it happened, really. I love that. For anybody, really, I know myself included with my coaching journey, it really has to start from a place of where am I struggling and how can I overcome my struggles and then turn that into something where I can then ignite that spark in somebody else. And just listening to you and your journey, it sounds like that's exactly what you did. And I know like one of those challenges that we may face when we're taking the leap, like you said, and doing something different that can be scary and challenge us in a way is that outer validation. 
So was that like a challenge that you faced when deciding to make that switch from what you were doing to what you do now? Yeah, definitely. I'd been there a long time, like I said. So people would tell me, well, you can't do anything else. This is this is where you've been. Why, why do you think you can do anything else? So that was difficult. It was also my safe place to a certain extent, even though I wasn't happy. You do get into that routine and it almost feels like a secure place for you. Uh, right. That you've got people around you that you know, the processes you know. So that was difficult. I also didn't know many people who had their own business at that point. My dad did, but it's a different generation and we don't listen to our parents either. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't really have that many people believing that what I was doing was possible and particularly at the time because it was in the middle of a pandemic. So that was difficult. I also, obviously, real imposter syndrome. So I had that little imposter. He was also telling me, maybe they're right. But during that time when I was kind of looking to understand more about myself and what I wanted to do, one of the people that I was reading a lot of and listening to a lot of was Brené Brown. And she, yes, love her. (laughs) And she shares Teddy Roosevelt's quotes about the man in the arena, not listening to those critics who are outside because they may doubt you, but they also may never know the the true enthusiasms and the true joy of actually, although we may fail, we're actually putting ourselves out there. So all I needed to listen to was to myself. And yeah. to understand that each step I took, yeah, even though I might find some difficulties, I'd overcome them. It got to the point where I think, well, yeah, I can handle that. That's fine. So each thing I was doing, I felt validated, not by other people, but by myself. And that, yeah, some, that validation comes from other people eventually. But it doesn't really matter so much because actually I'm the one who can celebrate myself and I'm the one who can look at myself and say, no, you can handle that. That's fine. Right. Yeah. And that's why I feel like when we're taking off to do something different and stepping out of our comfort zone, I think it's really important to sometimes, yeah, like you have those sources of inspiration of people who have already done the thing. But a lot of times we look for that source of inspiration from the people that we surround ourselves with, too, that may have not ever done the thing that we're about to do. And the response that we get from them is kind of shocking sometimes because you want them to be supportive of you and what you're doing. But in reality, we're kind of like you're triggering them in a way because you're doing something that is like when they're sitting with that state of mind with themselves, like, okay. She's doing something that she's never done. Like it, it triggers a part in them. Like this yeah. is uncomfortable. This isn't safe. And right away they're like, no, you shouldn't do that because yeah. they're kind of putting themselves in your shoes and how they would feel. Yeah. But in reality, and I think, you know, it goes to say everybody feels that way, right? Like when you're stepping in and doing something new right away, your mind, that narrative is going to tell you, hey, wait a minute. Like this is not our normal routine. This is not mm-hmm. what we do. What are you doing here? Like we got to get back to work. Where are we? Where are you going? <laughs> you know, yeah, just but it's like do your usual thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like get to work, girl. But yeah. it's like, you know better and you know what you're passionate about and you know that it's going to take work to get yourself there and being able to take yourself out of that narrative and kind of tap into that inner wisdom that you have or that inner voice that always tells you that you're meant for more that a lot of times we don't really listen to. You know, we're, we're too busy listening to 
okay, let me just stay comfortable. Let me stay safe. Let me stay doing what everyone else approves of because we're constantly looking for that outer validation. But I think in order to do anything great in life, like I was saying, it's all about staying in your own lane and being your own source of of inspiration and not really caring what people are going to say because something's going to happen along your journey. And I'm sure you probably see this now too. Those people that have that once deterred you or, or you know, didn't really want you to do the thing are going to start now applauding you for doing the thing. Yeah. Right. Like, did you, do you see that in your life, yeah. in your personal life? Yeah. So I'd just love to pick up on a few things that you said there. Like, I have my own fear. I don't need other people's fears to. You can keep your fears to yourself. So, yeah, exactly. whatever kind of bias or whatever learned behavior they have, that's not my story. So, I'm going to tell my own story. And another thing that I learned around the same time was that feelings of nervousness and fear feel exactly the same as excitement. But you know deep within you, okay, this is something that I want to go for. So, it's not something that I'm necessarily scared of, but a little bit of breath. Actually, I can do this. And definitely what you were saying about friends who might have been a little bit cautious um, at first. My friends were super supportive, but now they're also saying, wow, it's so inspiring what you did. And they're talking to me about what changes they might want to take in their life as well and how they can kind of step out of their comfort zone and start to believe in themselves a little bit more because what you see, you can believe it, right? So now they can see their friend doing something similar and stepping out and really believing in themselves. It gives them a bit more power to do that in themselves too. I loved a recent reel you did where it was like looking for a sign, ding, this is it. And it was all about self-trust. And I think that's a really strong point when deciding to make that shift and live life in more alignment with what it is that you want to do instead of living out what other people expect of you or you know what's safe and what's comfortable. So what advice would you give someone who's maybe just starting on their journey of confidence in regards to validation and self-trust? What do you really think it is that we have to get out of the way in order to do the thing? That's a really great question. Like, it's okay listening to people who have confidence or who feel better in themselves, but how the heck did they get there? How do I get right? <laughs> I realized what you were saying earlier about we don't listen to ourselves and that's what it's about. We have this intuition, these gut feelings about everything that we're doing. So I'd really tell people to slow down and listen to what your body, what your mind is telling you. You know the places where you feel uncomfortable, but also you know the things that bring you joy. So take some time when you're passing through the day to actually notice this is bringing me joy. This little thing is bringing me joy. And what is it about that that's actually bringing me that joy? Why is that important to me? Well, think about kind of what you've done at work and those successes that you've had. Why was that a success? What about that particular thing? For me, it was when I was training and mentoring people. So what are those things that bring out your character, the things that are important to you? So really slowing things down, really listening to yourself. It's just back to time with yourself. Going on walks, journaling, asking yourself, how do I feel about this? And understanding, is that truly me who feels that way? Or is it because I've heard it from someone else? So really, it's it's not easy. 
100% it is not easy to stop that people pleasing and to start saying no to people and then saying yes to yourself is certainly not an easy thing to do. But taking this little moments to really reflect on what has brought you some joy because often that's the things that you appreciate in yourself. We often really value things in other people that are the things we love about ourselves. So if you look at someone and you say, oh my God, I love Amanda's energy. Lovely, the fact that you really like your energy. You really like your positive energy. And you're noticing those things if other people can help you to reflect on yourself. Yeah. It's also super important to every once in a while, push yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit and do something that might be a little bit scary because, yeah, you might fail, but you'll also learn that failing is just actually learning and it's, it's cool. You can pick yourself up and you can go again. Um, but just challenging yourself really tells you how capable you really are. And then you start to believe that's not so scary. I am capable of that. And you can take little steps. There's loads of great things. I mean, I personally love visualization every once in a while. I love doing affirmations as well. I have them kind of stuck around um, my mirror when <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, some positive reinforcement is really good to get going and I did a lot of journaling when I first started as well to just reflect on the things I enjoyed that day, what went well for me, how I helped other people. And just to bring out some of your character is a really good start. Yeah, I really love the whole getting to know yourself at a deeper level because I think a lot of times that's what life's all about, right? It's like digging down as we get older, as we age, digging that next layer and discovering yourself in a deeper way because we don't stay the same like forever you know I mean you can but you're going to be very unhappy and probably doing something that you don't want to be doing right but it's really all about that and I I think what we discover and it, it just goes right along with what you were saying a lot of times when we're looking at the current layer that we're on it's fluffed up with a lot of shit that doesn't even belong to us and that's the shit that's been keeping us stuck and keeping us stagnant and when we can learn to just get rid of that and start connecting with who it is that we are and the things that we want to do for ourselves I mean the transformation that you see is tremendous tremendous and I'm you know I've done that myself in my life I was like this doesn't belong to me like, why am I holding on to this? This isn't mine. This isn't mine. <laughs> Let's get rid of this. Let's get rid of that. And really finding myself in a deeper way that I never even looked at myself before and realizing what you said, like when we have those sources of inspiration of, oh my God, I love her energy. It's because there's a part of that in ourselves that we haven't acknowledged yet, but it's there and it's waiting for you to harness it and take action and do the thing. So I that was like so, so juicy. And the, and the tips and the tricks that you gave, you know, the affirmations, the mirror work. I love a good mirror work session. You know, mm-hmm. at the, the end of the night, you're just brushing your teeth and you have no energy. It takes maybe like zero energy to look at yourself in the mirror and say, hey, girl, you did a good freaking job today. <laughs> so easy. Like what you said as well. You don't have to change your whole life. You can do these little steps on top of the things that you're doing every single day. So yeah. when you're driving into work or when you're going on your walk, just listen to something that inspires you. Listen to a podcast or like an audio book and take in some inspiration. But you can bring it into your everyday. It doesn't 
have to be a, I'm going to change myself, right? <laughs> that I think is what intimidates people to changing because they think that they literally have to strip themselves down bare, like absolutely immediately yeah. in order to have this big transformation. When in reality, like I kind of, I'm like a very visual person. So in my mind right now, as we're talking, I'm visualizing like a carousel and like just being on the carousel and just having it be in rotation in rotation with the things that you do and then implementing those new things and then after a while you see like your old things don't really fit anymore so you got to like throw them off and you know and you just keep going and keep going and that's basically what it is you gradually make that transformation yeah and sometimes it happens so gradual that you don't even realize until you like take a moment to stop and look at everything that you've accomplished and you're like yeah shit like I've done so much (laughs) <laughs> yeah. When you zoom out, you suddenly realize, don't you? Yeah. It's amazing. So much of what you said is true that peeling back those layers and just saying, why am I still doing this? This doesn't feel like me. I'm going to let go of that. And by doing that, that's exactly how I built my confidence because I was so hooked, I guess, and linked to other people's opinion for a long time that I find it really hard to make decisions. But once I know you are, you know what values are important to you, making decisions is super easy. Yeah, and you can walk just so much more cheerful and you just feel so much lighter because you just think, yeah, no, this is who I am. I feel confident in this and I can make a decision. I can talk to whoever and I feel I'm connected to who I am. I've taken back all of those layers and I'm connected to me. So yeah, it yeah. does make such a difference. Absolutely. All right, so I want to pivot for a, a bit because <laughs> um, I just I, I, when I read about you, I was like, wow, this is like so amazing. So I wanted to talk a little bit about the charity that you're involved in and what it's all about. Yeah, great. Um, so I work for a local cancer charity. So it's a local independent cancer charity here in Sheffield in the UK. And I am the corporate well-being manager. So I started working for them about yeah, 18 months ago. So just after I'd left my previous company and I'd been coaching for a little while through my network, I found out about this charity and that they were looking for different ways to bring extra money into the charity because we basically rely solely on fundraising and the generosity of the public. So they contacted me. I spoke to them about how we could do wellbeing training for companies, so sell training to companies and that that would bring money into the charity. And I just love it because like so many people I have in my life, um, friends and family have been affected by cancer. So this charity provides free of charge support to people affected by cancer. So not just with the diagnosis, but loved ones, family members as well. And I bring in money by helping people with their well-being. So it's like, yeah, yeah it's just a basically a win-win. It was so connected to my values of helping people support themselves and then helping the local people in the community affected by cancer as well. So yeah, it was definitely a take in terms of, is this something that is aligned to me now? Or is it misaligned like my previous job and I'm going to get miserable? Like, no, this is me. This feels good. Um, It's taking a lot of boxes. So so yeah, that's what I do part time now is coaching. That's so amazing. I love you for that. And I love also that you mentioned it happened kind of like after the shift, like after you left your job and you were doing all your inner work and finding like yourself at that deeper level. 
And these are like the amazing things that I feel like we cultivate for ourselves. Who's to say like you didn't have that idea of maybe, you know, possibly being a part of something like that. But when we don't do that work, we we kind of all, you know, right away, just like push it off to the side, like, oh, well, that's not possible for me. But when you do the work and you sit with yourself and you find yourself at those deeper levels, you discover like different ways that bring you joy. So I love that you not only like found what it is professionally that brings you joy, but you also like now do this and this is what lights you up as well. And it's helping so many other people. I mean, that's just such a a beautiful source of inspiration and light for so many people. So I applaud you for that. And I that's why I wanted to bring it out because I'm like, this is so beautiful. And I was really curious as to like when all that started. And I just love because like I said, it goes to show when we find ourselves at those deeper levels, there's so much beauty that we could be spreading around the world when we find that beauty from within. I definitely felt more closed off than my previous, almost feels like a previous life now, to be honest. Right. I felt closed off. And if people suggested things for me to get involved in, I'd be like, too busy or oh I don't I don't really want to get involved in that or oh I'm not capable but like you said when you do the inner work and you open yourselves up and these opportunities come and you think yeah that actually sounds really like me and if it doesn't you can say no but you're still open and you're willing to believe that opportunities are going to come your way that you're going to be capable of doing them. Well, Chloe, thank you so much for being here. It's been an absolute pleasure to speak with you, to learn about what it is that you do, your journey, and where you've gotten to today. Before we leave, I would love for you to talk about what you're currently working on and what we can expect to see from you in the future. And also, where can people find you? Oh, fair. Well, thank you so much for inviting me to talk to you. I've absolutely loved it. So what am I working on at the moment? I've started recording some masterclasses. They are available through my LinkedIn, through my website, through my Instagram. Um, So masterclasses, which are recorded so people can access them. So my first one that I've done is on boundaries. And then I've got one coming up on habits. And I have one on self-limiting beliefs as well. And I have some free downloads for all of those things on my Instagram that people can access for free. Um, So my Instagram handle is Chloe D Coaching. People can also find me on LinkedIn if anyone's on there. I have no idea. Then I've Chloe Angus, confidence coach on there as well. And I'm just always looking to kind of do new things. So I'm quite interested in NLP at the moment. So I've started doing that. So mainly interested in how we can overcome our phobias. So our real phobias that might hold us back because obviously our fears stop us from believing in ourselves and I'm interested in how phobias can impact on our lives as well in ways that we don't necessarily know so yeah that's that's my next thing awesome well thank you again it's been a pleasure and I hope to talk to you soon in the future and catch up and see what amazing things that you are pouring into this world from a place of confidence and knowing who you are and what you are here to do on this earth 100% thank you very much Amanda you're welcome so much for listening bestie if you love what you heard spread the word screenshot this episode and post it on your social media don't forget to tag your girl if you would like to show some further love give this podcast a review over on itunes and be sure to follow our empowered hype house community facebook page super grateful for each and every one of you together we create that next level self till next time i'll see you in your home (laughs) 